sessions for barrels business and beers usually done on a friday currently done on a thursday because of long weekend and kyle and i were chatting last week we're like what are we going to chat about usually we talk about the leadership and managing and hiring and culture and running a business and all of those things and kyle said no let's talk about Why? downtime let's talk about downtime and we went, hmm, downtime. Well, actually, it really is super, super important for leaders to fill their own cup. And not just leaders. Isn't that interesting? So we just got off an interview for our awesomeness coordinator, and this same topic came up about the downtime, and we actually mentioned the third space as we were talking about that. Yeah. So... So it's it's rather interesting how, you know, like half an hour ago, we're talking you know, with a really awesome person about this role and talking about downtime, even as a team player, as, you know, just being able to switch off, not, um, and I think, I think we talked about having the crayons in the shower so you could make a list, didn't we? Yeah, shower thoughts. <laughs> and we all know that we think best. What was your, what was your number one? What was your number one tip for not having for the crayons? Oh and the yes, the most pile? important thing is don't draw on the the white grout with them. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't work. Doesn't the, come off. The off. kids just make a big no. mess. No. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah, trying to clean the grout it's just not okay. Uh, but that's really important, right? So we were we were interviewing for your awesomeness coordinator, and she was talking. I asked her what her big one of her main weaknesses or what, what would her brother say was a weakness. She thought it might sound terrible saying in an interview, but taking work home with her uh, was, was something that, that played on her because family time is such a huge part of her and her partners and her young family's lives. And the fact that she'll often be having a shower and the thoughts come up or uh, wake up in the middle of the night and be writing notes. And although that's all awesome and when you're really passionate about your job, we do want to be able to help our team to be able to disconnect and, and most importantly sleep, not be writing notes every night. Um, and we talked about that concept of the third space. Now we've touched on this before, Kyle, but what in the context of self-care, in the context of downtime, why do you think the third space is really important for a business to help employees implement? So it's it's about not taking everything home with you and, and having that extra space to unwind. Um, and I guess I probably notice it a fair bit where I'm only five minutes away from home, not even five minutes away from home. And, you know, if, if you're not conscious about switching modes when you're going home, then you, you're, you're trying to go from, um, you know, let's say last week where we've got three customers that are upset and um, needing things fixed and, you know, even though it's not our fault, we're the ones fixing the problem, it's high pressure, it's, you know, everything going on and then to be able to walk in the door at home and switch and go from, you know, almost a, a defensive mode where you're trying to fend off all these, these problems to being able to communicate clearly with the kids and everyone else around us and, and be compassionate with them where, 
you know, it, we just haven't had that space to be able to settle for it. So the third space is that time that we allow, I guess, or we give ourselves between leaving work and going home or leaving home and coming to work and wherever else we might need to shift modes. Yeah, and I think it's about how you define the third space. So your third space, you may not be able to go physically somewhere, but your third space could be meditation. It could be literally sitting in the car and doing a five to 10 minute meditation before you roll into the next role of you, whether you're stepping back into the household uh, as, a, as a partner, as a parent, as a sibling, uh, whatever it is, and being able to get yourself grounded, centered, take a minute for yourself, park all of the noise and say, it's all right, we'll be back to you. Or even like just getting it all out, like journaling it out, blaring it out, voice recording it, something so then you can get into your own zone and set your intention of how you're going to show up into the next space. Yeah. Um, I think this is something that is very rarely taught. It's very rarely talked about, but if we think about it, it seems kind of logical, right? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be great not to rush from one thing to the other, dragging that whatever that energy was with you and all of those thoughts and the and the noise, and be able to go, okay, before I and act with intent before you go into anything, like, okay, what is the intention? How do I want to show up? What's the energy? What's serving me right now to take with me? What's not serving me right now to take? That's a really good word to use there, and I think it's something that um, we need to we need to think about ourselves a lot more often. Is um, what's the intent of my next interaction? What what do I what do I actually want to give all of my friends and my family, or what do I want to give my work colleagues and my the people around me at work, or my students, or my customers, or yeah, you know, wherever that change mm -hmm. is actually happening? And I think that's actually a really good word to use is intent and. Um, yeah, we're talking about this third space and it's a magical creature, so to speak. But really what we'd need to do is just set the intent. What, what do I want to do next? You know, how, how would I like my kids to see me when I walk in the door? And do I want to have a big smile? And, and you know, do I want to feel that energy that they've got to show me because they're, they're excited to see me? Or, you know, am I going to be grumpy like I was yesterday because, you know, something didn't go right or, you know, I'm tired because I've had a huge day or, you know, I'm hungry because I didn't eat lunch because I had a big day and I didn't plan my lunch and... and, and, and. <laughs> uh, I might have forgot that one again today. <laughs> I did eat lunch today. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling all right about that. I'm not going to be hangry today. <laughs> No, I yeah. guess with, yeah. with people that commute, it's quite easy to set up an intentional third space. So long as we're separating away from, you know, not just continuing to make phone calls or even if we just change the style of music that we listen to or if we change the podcast that we're listening to, you know, like um, change the focus away from a, a work-centered something into something that's more of an interest. Um, so for, for me, I, I very intentionally, when I'm at home, try not to focus on work, business, culture, leadership kind of, kind of um, podcasts. I, I try and focus more on, on the surfing and the learning to surf or strength or fitness and that sort of stuff so that I have a very clear distinction between um, the mindset 
I'm typing to our back backstage, just letting know it's a notification that one of the streams went down. So ah. backstage, if you're listening, we just got a notification that one stream just died. Damn. Um, <laughs> this is the problem with me trying to control everything at the same time. <laughs> um, what I love though, about what you're saying then is I like I've got so many podcasts, so many books I want to listen to, and so many of them are related to to work. And if I'm constantly feeding my brain work ideas, work ideas, it's really hard to disconnect. Yeah. And the brain keeps going. And uh, one of the things that I did start implementing kind of at the beginning of COVID was in the mornings not consuming anything that was learning for work or inspiration for work that was more nourishing to the soul. Um, or to how I wanted to show up in other areas of my life. And so being more conscious about that and going, okay, cool. So one of the things that I'm um, implementing for myself and Steve at the moment is listening to the conscious parenting um, That's quest awesome. on Mind Valley between driving from here to there or whatever, because otherwise I still roll in in work mode. And even if I think I've disconnected, they feel the energy, especially my sister Ellie, when I arrive at her place, she can really feel the energy that I'm not there. Or Steve's like, your your brain's still somewhere else. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so, like, even something like that, if you go, okay, my intent is I'm going to be present with my kids. What could I listen to that's going to put me into that vibration? Could I listen to a podcast around it? Like, I think you, what's the one you listen to? Um, the Wildlings. 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 That's a very interesting one. Wow. Yeah. Um, so picking a podcast, something like that, which gets you into that zone. Yeah. And sets you. And, and it gives opportunity um, to bring new conversation into that personal world. Um, and rather than, than rolling home and talking work, you can roll home and talk. Um, you know, parenting or, you know, or something else. And um, I guess I, I'm really conscious that I don't consume the, the news, like the bad news of the world. Um, and, yeah. like, look, we've, we've all heard it for the last 12 months and, and longer that, you know, it's all doom and gloom and we're lockdowns again or something else is going wrong or, you know, someone else is partying on the, at Byron Bay or, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, I wrecked our weekend. Uh, Leah, really, Leah just arrived from Sydney and really wanted to go to Tash Sultana. She knows I've been dying to go. Tickets were available. Then she met, she's got a friend that said they were actually working there. We could get free oh. tickets, free entry. Wow. Yeah. See, what they should do is they should live stream that event to everyone that had tickets. How yes. awesome would that be? Yeah, and only those that had tickets. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I guess this is, this sort of leads into the focus of what we wanted to talk about today, about filling the cup, about having the downtime, having that self-care kind of thing. And, you know, even if it's just listening to some music with some friends, having a couple of beers on a Friday. Oh, that time? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> You know, what, what, whatever that is, is actually taking the focus away, refilling the cup so that we've got heaps to offer everyone else. I find um, a lot of people when you get busy and you've got a lot on your plate and, and, you know, 
the shit storms happening, we forget what it is that helps us fill our own cup. Absolutely. I, I've referred a few times um, what I know for sure by Oprah. And that's what got me back into my surfing because I realized oh, boards on this side. Uh, over here normally. <laughs> I'm watching myself in reverse. Um, but that's what reminded me of what made me most me. So I think a really awesome um, exercise for people to do rolling into this weekend, like ideally this afternoon, like we're not encouraging all beverages, but, you know, if you want to have a beverage or a cup of tea. Absolutely. Have a think about what, what makes me me. Yeah, like think about what, before you got busy, what was it that you absolutely loved doing? Like and you find this a lot with parents too, right? They they feel like they've lost a bit of themselves yep. and they don't get to do the stuff that they used to do. Or you just, sometimes you, you just actually forget what you love doing because you're just so caught up in stuff. And I think if everyone could sit down and journal and like, what did I actually love doing before? What were some things that I would love to do um, that haven't tried, like if it's and making a list of things that are resources. So I find like Steve and I talk about making a um, like a a weekend bucket list to to go right. Well, we said we really want to go waterfall chasing, or we really want to do this. But if you wake up on a Saturday and then you start doing housework, and it's like, oh, we really should. And then it's like, oh, check the surf. I'm going for a surf. And then it's next minute, it's one o'clock and you're like, oh, we should go for a drive. It's like, oh, where should we go? And then you spend two hours trying to figure out where to go. <laughs> Does that happen to anyone else? No, never. <laughs> no? Uh, I really want to go to the markets. What markets are on? <laughs> oh, let me Google it. And then next minute you're lost in like la la land again. Um, but just creating a, a resource for yourself that you can go, oh, I want to go to the markets, right? these markets are on or we want to go waterfall chasing what's the list of waterfalls that we've got down that are nearby let's just go there and and making it easy for yourself because otherwise it's so easy just to get I think sucked back into everyday life or you just do something for the sake of doing it and it doesn't it doesn't actually nourish you yeah so I I think you you skirted around this but I think we're quite good, maybe, at planning, you know, our work day and, you know, how to build a house or how to do the renovation or the shopping list or anything else. But we kind of forget to plan the, the downtime, the self-care stuff, the, um, even if it's just getting a haircut. Like, we, you know, how yeah. often do we go, Christ, I need a haircut. Um, damn it, I'm not going to sit for an hour and wait to get in for a haircut or... Ah, but you know, and look for me, a haircut's only a five-minute affair that I do in the shower, so it, it's not a big deal. But yeah, you know, for some people, that's the downtime. That's that's the space. I uh, my my uh, toes. Leah's like Leah arrived. She's like, oh, really? Would love to try and get my nails done while I'm here before I go back to work. And I'm like, yeah, I've been talking about getting a pedicure for uh, a few months now. And the painted over the paint over the paint. <laughs> it's looking a bit sketchy. And I used to try and plan it that Thursday nights I would, because Thursday night, light night shopping, like every six weeks I go and get a pedicure, get my eyebrows tinted so I look like I've got some, and ideally get a massage. But when I don't have it planned, 
it doesn't happen all the time. Like last time it was like, oh, well, I have time to go and do one thing. I don't actually have time because I didn't book. And then they're full. And then there's restrictions because of COVID. <laughs> like taking the time to have the plan, I think, is is a really big thing. And for me specifically in the mornings with my exercise, and if I wake up and I don't have the plan already, the procrastination kicks in and then the excuses yep. or the more, more rather than the excuses, the permissions. <laughs> so I talked about this on our coaching call last night, Kyle, um, about where do we give ourselves permission to procrastinate? Um, but it's like, oh, well, you know, I, I had it in my head. I was going to go surfing, but there's no surf. So, oh, I better send that message. Oh, I didn't get back to that person. And then an hour has gone by and you're like, oh, shit, I really should have just gone to the gym. <laughs> yep. Yep. And now I'm missing it. And now I feel frustrated yeah. with myself <laughs> as I start the day, I'm feeling frustrated. So not only did I not get the, the endorphins and the dopamine and everything else that I got from the exercise, but now I'm feeling down because I didn't exercise and crash yeah all of a sudden the day it's a shitstorm spiral absolutely Um, so i find that like long weekends often long weekends people especially if you do have family um you're trying to catch up with are a little more planned um but just your average weekend often isn't and i think it's a it's it's again it just you can it can get into being um a tour yeah something you have to do so i think it's really important that like a lot of people say like, i need a holiday for my holiday or i need i need a i need to go back to work because of yeah because the, the weekend was so much it's like okay how can we be a bit more conscious about this and before i go into that though, Cole, let's touch let's go a bit deeper though on why it's important why do you really think it's important because you, this was a trigger for you. You're like, this is what we need to do rolling into the long weekend. Why is it important for people to do this, whether you're the business leader or just anybody? Oh, I think it doesn't matter who you are. It's You still need to find that downtime away from whatever is the, the energy drain. You know, we, we've, we've, got a, we've got energy and, and we're, it, it, whether it's a positive or a negative energy drain, we're still offering our energy out. You know, we're, we're caring for our friends, we're creating great things, we're doing awesome stuff. But if we don't take the time to refill all of that, then eventually we're going to run out. Eventually we're going to snap. Eventually someone's going to have their head ripped off because they didn't turn up with the right coffee or, you know, and it's stupid. You know, like it's the stupidest thing that, that's that, that final thing. So, you know, the straw. Yeah, the straw. The so straw. I guess for me, I missed the week off that I was going to have a couple of weeks ago. So, um, you know, we, we've just come out of a six-week sprint. We've rolled into the next one. I'm probably four weeks overdue for a, a decent break. And, yeah, now I'm sort of going, it's the long weekend and I actually I haven't surfed in two weeks. I'm, I'm feeling like I haven't surfed in two weeks. And Well, during the last interview, you told me how to put my blinds down because there was – surf behind me i was months, upset but... that there was someone out there enjoying the surf see the water the yeah. water looks terrible here at the moment too it's it's um so the the newcastle pros on at, at merriweather and it looks like they're oh. surfing in a um a sewage treatment facility Ew. it looks yuck and it's not as bad as it looks but it's so demotivating <laughs> it's a little scary it is too. 
On the plus side, like Newcastle Pro this weekend, there's forecasts for two to four metre swells by the end of the weekend. Oh, Giddy wow. up. John John Florence is in town yeah. and he's going to be ripping up Merriweather Beach. Stop it. Why didn't they come to your place? This so you should have been here this weekend. We could have been out surfing with them. Emma yeah. put up a photo Failed. of him and Cassie, um, Cass, Cassie and um, a couple of other surfers, him sitting in the lineup out there at Merriweather just chilling with that. Uh, How cool. Oh, the other afternoon I came out and, like, my neighbours were, like, staring back at the water. I'm like, they just got out and it was getting really dark. I was like, is there a shark out there or something? And they're like, oh, no, we're just looking, watching Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Gilmore, I think Cassie, Cassie Moore. Um, there was a couple of others just out there. It was just after the rain stopped and it was like COVID had ended. Yeah. So you remember when COVID first happened and there was nobody around and then literally the, the day that it was lifted, it was, like, packed. Yep. So... It rained here for 10 days solid. It was, I think, a Wednesday or a Thursday. And it was like, where did it, like, the whole beach? And it wasn't, the surf wasn't good. Like, it was, okay. Not much, not that much more than this. And it was, like, people everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone filling their cup, taking that time for themselves. You yeah. know, no one got tiling done that day. No one got a roof no. fixed. And maybe no. that's something that, um, you know, we, we, as surfers, you know, we just understand that when the surf's on, you've just got to have that time to yourself. Yeah. Well, funny enough, we drove past Lennox Point when the um, swab was up just after the um, after the rain and the car park, it was a Monday, the car park was just packed. And then we literally said that it's like, no one, no one's getting their uh, roof fixed, plumb, plumbing fixed anything done today no. <laughs> it's just trade literally trade dudes <laughs> out on the street up the highway everywhere <laughs> it's fair though isn't it yeah i, I think um like we, yeah. we sort of we're making a joke of it and you know uh, what what do those tradies need you know like as if they need the time off as if they need to come down from anything but if it's been raining for two weeks chances are every one of those poor buggers has been flogging his backside out trying to Either a keep enough money coming in the door, or he's been that busy fixing stuff that holy crap, I need a day off. And so, yeah, yeah. really, they're doing what we what we're talking about now is refilling the cup and and having some time to themselves. Yeah. So the the thing I want to touch in again on the the refilling of the cup and why we need to encourage our teams to do it as well, and and maybe enable them with the tools because, like I said, this stuff doesn't really get taught. Uh, and it comes, there is a lot around the mental health side of things and, and that's sort of the outcome. But even if we look at the productivity of our team, if someone comes back feeling refreshed and creative, we're going to get the best out of them. So it's about what can you do, what tools can you give them, what encouragement can you give, and how can you create that culture that that's what you, you want them to be able to go and do. Like rather than going, oh, can you do that on the weekend or this, we still need this by Tuesday. Like really asking yourself, do you really? It doesn't matter. Uh, do you, like, are the lights still going to turn on on Tuesday? But helping them to find things, giving them ideas, asking them, like, what are you doing to, rather than what are you doing on the weekend, what are you doing to refill your cup? Because a lot of times, like, oh, trigger. Uh, so I got asked this by a coach the other day. They're like, why, why aren't you doing, why, why didn't you surf this week? Why didn't you do this? And I was like, oh, 
I actually, I, when it came down to it, I felt selfish. I felt guilty that I wanted to spend some time with a sister that I hadn't seen. I had a whole bunch of stuff I needed to give to my team so they could move forward. They required my creative brain space. I wanted to do some stuff to help save with the kids. I wanted, like, there was things around the house that needed to be done. So I felt guilty taking that time to to do that because it felt like, oh, well, that's for me. I've got too many fucking and things I've got to do. And have I earned it? There's so many other things. And I have a friend that's going through kind of a breakup and I was supposed to call them back, but then I was also supposed to call the boyfriend and, like, all oh, these people need a piece of me. It's it's. I, I felt guilty if I... I shirked that responsibility. Um, but then I was reminded because she's like, don't you coach people on this? <laughs> like, shut up. The mechanics car blows That's right. Smoke. That's right. But it's, um, it's very true, isn't it? Like, well, yeah, uh, we, we get really, yeah. really busy. And like you say, it, it only takes a little bit of extra stuff to come on board. Like, you know, someone needs your help. Something has to happen so the rest of the team can get going. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can't possibly take some time off. But really, you know, if I go and take an hour or two hours to go and have a surf, is two hours actually going to make a difference? Yeah. How much difference is it going to make? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like if, if I push but, my whole day back by two hours, what's going to happen? And where can you get that, like, where can you collect that two hours elsewhere? Where could you be more productive? Where could you stop scrolling on socials? Where could you not watch that TV show? Like, what could you do to gain that two hours back? But for me, it's when I try to force creativity or, like, force myself to sit and either review something or create something when I'm not in that space and it's just laughing at me. Oh, I'm laughing at <laughs> like myself at the moment. Me. My goodness. <laughs> Oh, but it's the the allowing of that space to allow the creativity means the work so much better and actually saves you time. Yeah, yeah, you, it happens so much quicker. Um, yeah. So I was to, I said to you I was talking to El Marie and um, yeah, El Marie said the same thing that you know she was forcing to get these videos done and the content written, and she found that if she set herself up for it and gave herself the space for it to happen. Happens like that, quarter of the time. Yeah. Just yeah, we. I think we forget that sometimes we have to slow down to go faster. Yes. I really liked what you said though about um, yeah some of the, I guess some of those those things that you can do and empower your team to do, and one of those really good things is just to encourage them to do a download at the end of the day. Um, mm. And and not make it a a micromanaging thing about what did you get done and what's left out and, and what are you doing tomorrow? But empty your brain. Just just take the yeah. time to download everything out. Give yourself that window right. to do it and you'll train yourself to do it so that, you know, at 3.45 every day, you, you just do your download, get yourself organised for tomorrow. And then hopefully that means that, you don't go home carrying all that workload and, and the, ah, oh, damn, I forgot. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> yeah, I should have said that. Oh, crap. Oh, now I have to do it right now because I promised it was going to get done. How did I forget this? I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. And then I come in cranky tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. 
because then you didn't sleep and you didn't get to do your stuff that you wanted to do. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> perpetuating cycle, isn't it? Um, but this is why we talk about that workday wind down routine mm. and what can you do to craft that habit. And uh, we've been teaching it a lot with with the business owners. But I think if we could if we could help embed that into our into our team culture, okay, what's your workday wind down? How can we respect what you need to do? But getting because often when you feel like you've forgotten something but you don't know what it is, that that is such an energy drain on your brain that if you can take that minute and say, okay, my, my like for the new awesomeness quarter today, her workday wind down might be at 3 o'clock she gets a cup of tea and she sits down and she just goes, right, what shit did I need to get done today? What didn't get done? What do I got to do tomorrow? What's Kyle got to do? <laughs> right. Got all that. Yep. And then that just allows her to roll into the third space without that energy hangover. Absolutely. Because it is really that that drain. Like if you think about your computer, if it's got a full trash can just sitting there, or you've got the spinning wheel of death trying to find something because it can't remember where to find it. Spinning wheel of death, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. And we all do it. We all, we all notice it. And, and it just it flows on to the next space, to where we're going next. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I guess, you know, maybe, maybe everyone that's listening is sort of going, so, you know, does it have to be surfing? What, what's a, what can be my wind down? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's anything that you actually get pleasure from. I know um, it was really, really cool. So we've got this group of students um, that we're working on out in Western New South Wales and we, we, um, yeah, they're all in engineering and, and, yeah, let's let's say they're for for the better part burly tradies, and yeah, we taught them how to meditate and how to take some mindfulness practices and all this sort of stuff. But we also taught them about um, taking the time for themselves and filling their cup. And you know, it, it was really really cool that um, two weeks later we, we've been talking about this, and one of the guys comes back, and you know, he says, "You know what I really enjoy doing, and I do it every day now, no matter what." Oh, yeah. Cool. What? I go for a walk with my wife down the back of the, the property that we're on. We walk through the vineyard. It's like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, you, you found it, you implemented yeah. it and it's just become, yeah, not only really, really important to you on your own, but it's just created this huge connection that you've got with your partner where you can now go and, and enjoy the sunset. You know, it, it's only 10 minutes, yeah. but Wow absolute wind down, relax, chill. And yeah, he was taking stuff. He was working like 16, 18 hours a day. He was working in the middle of the night. He was carrying this huge load. And so just switch it off, get some connection. Ah, And he really is a new guy for it. Absolutely new oh, guy. That's amazing. Um, resilience is through the roof. Productivity is through the roof. You know, just cognitive ability is through the roof. Just by yeah. taking the time to have that wind down. So it can be something as simple as going for a walk in the backyard. Well, you talked about meditation as well. And a lot of people think of like meditation and like not thinking and sitting still, not my jam. So no, I, I teach meditation. That's not what I teach. Um, but meditate your meditation for me, surfing is my meditation. Um, skateboarding, my, my little sister. Oh, I'm so proud. My baby sister 
bought a skateboard. She sent me a message going, I want to buy a skateboard. And she sent me a message after work the other day. She goes, I've just been for a two-hour skate around the suburbs. She's like, it's like meditation. I was just making sure I wasn't hitting anything. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I'm just cruising along. Like, she gets, she's a nurse studying to be a vet, and, I, and she's in the biggest animal hospital in Sydney, so the emergency section. Like, it's pretty full on. Yeah. And, like, yeah, so that's, she's found that's her new meditation is just go for a skate. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you, sis. Um, so your meditation, like the walking meditation. So Andrew, our friend Andrew, for him, the coastal walk is his meditation. Just going for the walk, um, walking the Camino like he did for seven weeks. <laughs> for Steve, like he was your typical tradie, single dadding and like just all the stuff, all the noise, not being taught any techniques, um, didn't like hadn't thought about like heard meditation be like that's for hippies because they live in Byron and all the weirdos do that shit. <laughs> and like not understanding the concept because it was like this perception and for some reason he started swimming across Lake Ainsworth and why he does it oh I know why because I wouldn't let him swim in the ocean because he was swimming around Burley Headland or swimming across Lennox Point in dawn like park food and I'm like no so he started swimming again across Lake Ainsworth but he found that he specifically likes it when it's dark. I'm like, okay, you're a weirdo, but sure. <laughs> I, this is weird to me. He's like, I just swim to the lights and back. And I'm like, oh, creepy. <laughs> um, but he said it is literally his meditation. And the other day, like, the kids were pushing the boundaries, like, pushing the boundaries to the limits. And then I'm running around like a crazy person. We've got a million things going on. We're trying to figure out the build. And he's like, I just have to go and get in the lake. And I'm like, yes, you do. (laughs) 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 But the difference is like 20 minutes is, and it's done. And he can literally see the difference now if he doesn't do it in the morning. So he got up this morning, sent me a message, I'm about to go. And then he filmed outside and was like, you won't want me swimming. It's (laughs) horrific. (laughs) But just... Like for him, that's probably 30 minutes. He could probably do 30 minutes door to door, done. Yep. And it means getting up half an hour earlier. But the difference is massive. Absolutely. And, you know, it's probably a good thing to touch on here is that the the meditation, the crazy things that hippies do, or the mindfulness practice or whatever, you know, maybe it's called stillness or whatever you want to yeah, however it's described. I guess the really important thing that um, maybe isn't well publicised is that it's not about silence and it's not about silencing thoughts and it's not about silencing the world around you. It's actually just about noticing all that, mm. taking the time to just notice, just to, you know, um, it was... Awareness. awareness it was really really cool i did that breath work exercise with um oh, with them yeah two weeks ago and you know it's like the world record for holding your breath is something like 11 and a half minutes and you know we get held down in the surf for 10 seconds and we're freaking out 
you know, like uh, he was telling us like, you know, an eight to 10 foot day at sunset is like 15 seconds. And, you know, some freak can hold his, his breath for 11 and a half minutes. And we're freaking out at 15 seconds. And it's all just in here. So, yeah, yeah for me, one of the things that I noticed was just feel the finger. What's, what's the ridges of the finger feel like? And all of a sudden, everything goes quiet. Everything calms down. I'm not focused on holding my breath. I can do that easily now. And everything seems so much easier. Wow. And just like, just that one, like, even if you're just sitting in the car at the traffic and it's driving you bonkers, if you just take the time to do something simple like that, like what does my finger actually feel like? What does my fingernail actually feel like? What does it feel like to have in, like to have the, air come in and out of your nose or out of your mouth like what's that actual yeah feeling and sensation what's that one sound that i noticed that i've never heard before i remember um gemma simon so gemma simon is really important in my world because um she play she was playing soccer for the matildas and um she taught kiani my daughter at school she was one of the um learning support officers in the school. So Kiani got to know her and he's feeling really, really inspired by Gemma Simon. And we went and listened to a talk at, um, yeah, just about what it's like to be um, at, at the World Cup a few years ago. And, you know, she, she was talking about, you know, the anxiety of walking into a stadium and, you know, the crowds going oh. wild and, yeah. And even though you've been there a hundred times before, you know, it's, it's this, wow, and all you've got to do is kick the ball through those those things. You know, it's, it's only this big and you're kicking it in a goal this big. Like, that's all you've got to do. It should be easy. And, you know, the mind's going crazy and everything else. And one of the things that she was taught to do was find something you've never seen before. Just find that one thing in this massive stadium that you've never, ever noticed before. And all of a sudden the world just calms down. Wow. Just, just that notice. So I guess what I was trying to get to in all of that was, you know, meditation isn't for hippies and weirdos and meditation isn't about silence. It's just about taking your focus away from what's mm. doing this and creating the noise and yeah. just taking the time to notice. Just, just pause. Yeah. At that present moment awareness and, well, that's where they say mindfulness, right? My, a lot of people go mindful means like you've got, you're being careful because yeah. like you're, I'll be mindful of that. No, no. Like it's just be being mindful is being able to recognize like sitting here and just watching the leaves on the tree move for me, you know, on in the mornings I like to just sit and, and, and watch the beach and watch the sunrise and watch the clouds move. And uh, when it's raining, there's a look, the rock out the front there, the, the rain drips into the puddle and, seeing how far it splashes and you just get lost in that shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that it's just that downtime. Now, the brain's still going. And you might actually notice some of the, you know, like it might actually become a bit clearer about what some of those thoughts need to be. And maybe some of the other stuff mm -hmm. might just dissipate because it doesn't need to be right now. And that's, that's probably mm -hmm. the key point is that it just, 
it's not about actually silencing anything. It's not about making the world silent. It's not about making the mind silent. It's just about noticing. Yeah, just recognizing. Um, okay, so what what would you suggest then for people rolling into the weekend, people watching, like they might be watching this one now, now live or we might um, replay it just for an, a normal weekend. What what's some of the things that you'd recommend people going into this going into a weekend should do to help refill their cup, reset the brain, recharge the battery, and let go of maybe the the negative self talk guilt programming that might hold them back from being able to really sink yeah, into that. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the first thing is give yourself permission, isn't it? Yeah, we talked about permission to be distracted. Give yourself permission to have the time off and actually say it to yourself. I give you permission to have this weekend off. It is okay to have this weekend off. But then, you know, I, I think like we said before, so, you know, firstly just go, yep, I'm having some time off. This is all good. This is actually important and I'm going to do it. And then what is all the stuff that has to come out of my mind? Do a brain dump. Spend the time, do a brain dump. Get rid of it all, park it. Write it all down, park it. Not write it down and try and do it. Just write it all down. Yeah. So that when you come back on, you know, for this week. Don't try and find the solutions to the problem right there. Because this is one thing, so squirreling, but one thing I've really found that, you know, if you try and force a solution, you often end up sending the team off in the wrong direction, creating something that you really weren't attached to because you just needed to get something done. Whereas if you can give it the space, the shower thought comes and you're like, oh, oh, I never would have got that otherwise. Or the the surfing thought, like when you're sitting there, you're like, fuck, I wish I had a pen. Like, <laughs> or because you've opened up the reticulated, reticular activated memory also to be looking for other solutions. So one of the most powerful things would be writing that down and, and, and saying to your brain, okay, cool. We're not going to try it now, but let's let's be open to this, and then just letting it go because then you just hear different things, you find different things, and a, a much better solution can come out of it. Yeah, yeah. So that that'd be the second step is just get it all out of the head, sit down, write it out. It might take a bit, but just write it all down. But then just grab a beer. Yeah, just grab a beer and do it. And then I reckon that the, the, the next thing to do is to go, okay, what is something that is going to make me feel or help me feel relaxed? And whatever that is, actually book it. So I've just, mm. I've just finished writing down. I've, I've just finished writing and I've got all the stuff out of my brain. And the one thing that I go, actually, that'll make me, I'd actually feel a bit relaxed after doing that. Just book it then and there. Book it, yep. even if that's, now, you know, book a ticket at the pub so you can go and sit and watch footy with your mates or, you know, book the time slot to go to the beach and have a surf or go for a walk on the beach, you know, just commit to going to the beach, you know. Phone, phone a friend yeah. to say, can we go, like, can we do this together so you've got an accountability? Yeah. One thing to be mindful of, which, and I, this is me, Mira. I go, oh, yeah, it'd be really nice to get a pedicure. You know what I could do? I could take my other laptop, which has a stylus, and then I could write things and I could actually get that thing done while I'm there. <laughs> and then I 
And then I didn't even realize I got my toes did. So. And the lady's like, do you like it? I'm like, I walk out of the hairdresser and my sister's like, do you like your hair? I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to look at it. She's like, you didn't check your hair before you left. I was like, no, well, I was on the phone to Kyle and, <laughs> and I forgot to see if I liked it. So if you're going to get a pedicure then or a manicure, then what you need to come out of, your objective should be, what does it feel like as the file goes across my nails? Oh, no. Do you know the sound of a nail file is the thing that it's like nails on a chalkboard to me? Like, <laughs> no, but for me, the thing would be what, like, could I read a novel or like a non-business book or listen to something or draw like, like I, on my iPad, I have the mandalas that I could color in like, yeah. Yeah. And what music I can listen to. I like when I get a massage now, I specifically listen to meditation music or like a Gabby Bernstein or actually my favorite thing to listen to while I get a massage is Conversations with God. Book's wonderful. I have listened to book one, I reckon, about four times because of massage. Um, how many how much of it have you actually heard though? And how much of it have you slept through? No, I'm, I'm pretty good with that. Well, I've and I've listened. Well, I've probably listened to conversations with God book one maybe five times. Because Neil um, Donald Santa Claus, as he's speaking, <laughs> he sounds just he, he's just yeah. Santa Claus, and you know, it, it is a very peaceful but, voice. Yeah, it is very soothing. Um, but that's but otherwise, if I lay there and just listen to their background music, and I can still hear other people, the brain is yep. still going. Yep. But actually, that's probably why I listen to it now is because I know it, I'm not thinking about the implementation of it while I'm having, while I'm listening. Does that make sense? Because when I listen to a book for the first time, I'm still thinking about the implementation. Yep. Like, how can I apply this? What should I do with it? Who do I tell? Oh, my God, I can't wait to tell such and such. <laughs> with Whereas my pen, I need to write this down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm grabbing the phone and trying to put notes in it. Um, but when it's something that has, that you're almost... Uh, used to, yes, I'm finding new things or it's a reminder, but I don't feel like I need to take action. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. So I, I think, you know, that's final step, actually do the thing. Two seconds. You keep talking. I'll, I'm gonna let I'll keep talking. Right. So the final step is actually do the thing. So, you know, actually give yourself permission, do a brain dump, get your brain clear, plan your weekend, plan what you're going to do, schedule it in, and then do the thing. Actually do it and take the time to be present while you're doing it. And I think, you know, I think actually this was something that Clayton told you, wasn't it, in your surfing, was don't just go surfing and go, I'm going to go and catch waves and I've got to catch waves and I'm not catching waves, but I'm not, and I heard and I fell off. And I'm sucking. Just fucking surf. <laughs> yeah. So. Have fun. And he, that was the big thing about the intention right he told me to come to the, to the water to stop and set the intention and this goes right back to what we talked about at the very beginning like I'd often run out there because they work on Queensland time I was on New South Wales time so I'd done an hour or two of work before I was going because I was going to miss an hour or two so I was like I have and I run down there and I'd be like in a panic and I'd be like just like oh, God does not suck I'm, I can see your brain thinking it's painful. Um, no, and, and, that, and I think Clayton actually got frustrated as well, didn't he? 
Oh, just a little <laughs> 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 I, I think Clayton even walked off the beach, didn't he? Because he, yeah, like, and, and well, you know, it was it was everything going on. It was it was everything. I just want to clarify that it wasn't me because I did message him and go, I, I told you I was pissing you off. He goes, it wasn't you. <laughs> no. I was like, are you lying to me? He goes, you know me. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you just, yeah, you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was—it's that combination of everything, and yeah, you know, he I, like Clayton says, just just go and have fun. Yeah, and it makes it honestly makes the biggest difference to my surfing when I am not focused on the getting better because I was like, I have this thing, I just want to get better, I want to get better. When I'm focused on getting better, then I'm too much in the thinking, not in the being, and no flow, and I can't connect. But when I literally go down, do you know what? I am fuck who can see me. I don't care how good I am. I'm just going to have fun. And I'm just going to, and that allows me to be creative because I'll go, I'll try and do something. Like I'll see a lip and like trying to hit it where I wouldn't do it before because I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm, I won't land that. Yep. So, and then I'm like a dick or a kook. Whereas now I'm just like, Ah oh, well, we'll see how we go. I end up with a bikini top over here and pants down there and whatever. <laughs> but I came up laughing. Yeah, and everyone around me laughing too. And you know, it's um, it's funny, but you do notice it. Like if, if you pay attention in the surf, and and watch the the, let's say guys, because it's usually guys that are aggro in the surf, and we've all seen them. Yeah, you know, like the, oh. the it's like the energy radiates off them, and yeah, you know, they're aggro. They're they're aggro at everything that's going on, and you watch, and they work so hard to catch. Almost no waves. <laughs> yeah, and they can't see it. They they've got they, they they just can't see that. Yeah, they've come out with all this aggro energy, and and yeah, they they're spitting off at everyone else, and they're they're upset at everyone else, and yeah, every, everything's going on, and they're working so hard to have such a crap session. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yep. That used to be me, uh, and it wasn't my aggro; it was me trying too hard. And Clayton's and and my energy because I was dragging other energy with me. And he's like, the waves can feel you; they're just going around you. He's like, have you ever noticed that some people just get all the waves, and sometimes you're like, no matter where you you go over there because that's where the waves are. As soon as you're there, the waves aren't there anymore. It's it's your energy, and like if you be a bit woo woo, but if if you do believe that everything is energy, that makes sense. You're radiating it away from you. And even if you don't want to believe it's woo-woo, all you're doing is you're not focusing right and you're just not getting it right. So yeah. even if you don't want to admit that it's it's something bigger than you, you know, if, if you just actually pay attention, the days where you're frustrated, the waves oh. never come near you. No. <laughs> or they come near you when a set's breaking on yeah, you. Yeah, you end up stuck on the inside and getting buried to the ground and yeah, and it doesn't matter how you want to believe why that happens. It just does. It just happens. And yeah, the 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 guys and girls that are out there, they're smiling. Like you can see it. They're smiling. They're happy. Yeah, they're enjoying their surf. They they're the ones smashing waves out. Yeah, they're not barking at anyone. They yeah, they might be actually off over on their own. Whatever it is that that they're doing. Um, yeah, they they're just having a great time. Um, I, yeah. I don't know if you remember when you're in in Newcastle with us. Um, there was a guy out surfing with us, and 
um, I didn't notice till I was almost getting out of the water. He was having an awesome time, absolutely awesome time. And um, I, I did a, a really kooky thing and I paddled across him as he was getting on a wave. I just totally misread what he was doing, got in his way. And I felt terrible. Like I thought, oh, this guy's coming out. He's going to go nuts at me. He's coming out and I went, look, sorry, just totally missed you. Just totally misread what you're doing. And he's just brushed it off. He went, yeah, no, it's all cool. He said, yeah, just it's all cool. Don't, don't stress about it. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, righto. And, yeah, like he caught so many waves that day. He was having a ball. And, you know, what, what amazed me was his surfing ability and he, his legs were still on the rocks because he had two prosthetic legs. It was absolutely amazing. Ah. Um, you know, just such um, such an awesome dude. He, he just had an awesome day out surfing, even with me paddling across him as he was getting on a wave. And, and he, just, he just rolled with it. He just smiled the whole day. It was, um, yeah, it was just so, so cool. And every, every time he paddled out, a wave came to him. Just every time he got there, the wave was there waiting for him. He's there for it. We've um we've is a is a raya I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, he he just dropped into the chat saying facts uh-huh. like it's so true. <laughs> but, <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. It's so true. It is very very true. Do you think the same thing happens with traffic lights? Absolutely. The day that you're you're frustrated in a rush is the day you get every red light. Oh, you're welcoming them in. You're just like. Every, and then and then you say something like every fucking life <laughs> and then the next one like are you gonna be kidding me i'm gonna be late and then the next one, yeah whereas if you're like i got green lights all the way have you read matthew mcconaughey's book oh i don't think i have read that one. Oh, new book matthew mcconaughey green lights uh i've i have it downloaded i've only just started it um, but I listened to his podcast with Tim Ferriss um, about it, and it just—it is kind of—it's kind of just this vein, right? It's like gonna go with the green lights. You just like the voice, though, don't you? I do. I love it when Matthew reads me a bedtime story. <laughs> the southern girl. I love the southern girl of Matthew McConaughey reading me a bedtime story. Yeah. So green lights. Yeah, you go to sleep. Green lights, yeah. So I'd love love to hear if anyone has read Green Lights on what, like whether they recommend I down all books and go to the Green Lights or like whether I should just listen to the Blinks, whether I just go to the podcast or do we double down and read the yep. fucking book? Yep, that'd be awesome to hear. <laughs> or any recommendations. Yeah. yeah, any, any. Actually, that'd be a great one. Um, I'd love to hear any recommendations on books that are not for business and that are soul filling cup refilling like juice for the soul um i someone recommended the alchemist again the other day although they did give it in the context of it was great would give great business lessons so um what do you what i've i've talked about what i know for sure by oprah what else do you reckon would be a great refill your cup soul juice you know not so much a book, but Red Bull has um, a documentary called The Other Side of Fear, which is Mark Matthews. 
and his um, journey through big wave surfing and injury and everything else. And, um, you know, I, I, that's, that's really, really cool. Um, Mark, Matthews? Mark Matthews. Yep. The other side of fear it's called. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing to, um, I won't, I won't give away too much of the story, but what he's been through in his surfing and, you know, just absolutely doubled down on it and recovered from and, yeah, it, just amazing, absolutely amazing. And if, if you've got any interest in surfing, it is so cool. Yeah, so cool. Oh, I'll have to check that yep. out. I'll have to check that out. Um, I, I recorded a podcast yesterday and with a SUP writer, I know some surfers were like, oh, blasphemy. Um, but he said when he was researching SUPs and one of the things that got him hooked on it was watching a documentary on YouTube uh, called Glide and it had Laird Hamilton in it. Did you know that Laird Hamilton goes back 30 years SUP writing and it's like his go-to? <laughs> wow. I was like, well, if it's cool enough for SUP, Laird. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, nice. What other, what else do you think we should leave the listeners with in terms of tools or resources to refill their cup over a weekend? Well, I reckon what, for me this weekend, I'm going to surf. So I've, I said that I'd, I'd missed for the last two weeks. So this weekend, um, I've got some time to myself away from, from pretty much everyone. Um, I'm keeping an eye on weather and swells and everything else, so I may actually throw a swag. In. Oh, you had the kids the second week at, week of the holidays then. Yep. So I've got them first week. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm keeping an eye on weather and swells. I may throw a swag in the car and disappear for a night. So I'm definitely cool. going surfing, but I may actually go camping and just go and hide on a beach and surf and enjoy that. And um, that's that's pretty much my weekend is a little bit of just quiet time, me time. Um, surf so that the ocean is where I recharge my energy. So, um, you know, I, for, for me, I believe that I actually gain my energy from the surf and from the ocean and the, the power and, and everything that the ocean has to offer. So um, that's me is, is to get in the water, get in and, and be a part of it and, um, and refill my cup. So... You know, that's that's my weekend anyway. What about you? What are you going to do to re- refill your cup this weekend? Uh, well, like I said, we've got we've got the kidlets for the first half. So definitely, one thing I absolutely love is Phoenix's surfing is going like just going up and up and up um, the last like few months. So getting in the water with him, I think it's going to be nice and small, which means we might be able to get Frankie in. She only likes it. And she'll only go with me. She won't go with me. <laughs> so, I'd like to get so we're going to spend the weekend here at this house rather than the other house. So uh, enjoy the beach until it pisses down rain. And then uh, I was talking to Ellie, my sister, about getting all the kids together and we're going to go on a um, treasure hunt to pick um, like nature things, so flowers and and gum nuts and things like that to make uh, ice Easter eggs. So is it because we don't do chocolate and sugar and all that stuff, you know, and we want to do something crafty. So she, she's teaching us how you can take a little bit of the eggshell out, drop the egg out, fill it with water and, and like, cool, um, like, nature things and make Easter eggs, and then the kids smash the shit out of nice. them. Nice. Instead of, yeah, so then you can go hunting for them and smash the shit out of them. So I think that will be a really good thing for me. 
that really does fill my cup. Being in nature with the kids and seeing them play um, and that joy and that creativity is something that's like really cool. Like and and thinking about what that process will be. And then we'll probably go to bounce as well because I miss that. Auntie so. <laughs> uh, Jade has to get her time at bounce too. Yeah, I have to steal children to go to the bouncing. Um, so I think that will be us. But from everything we've talked about, I I think that I hadn't really curated what we were going to do and that I... <laughs> um, I was reading one of the comments come through, uh, that I could just roll into, okay, just reaction, not not planning and not curating and making sure that there is some time that's me time, not just parent time yep. um, and how I'm going to plan that out. So I think that's about thinking about what the morning and evenings are going to be like before enough. The kids, the kids love a sleep in, so I've got hours in the morning Rather than just getting up and cleaning, it's going to be like, okay, cool. Maybe we'll grab the best self cards and do some conversation journaling, um, go for a walk, and then at night, again, we usually pull out the cards again as our as our connection piece, and that's a really soulful thing to do. So I think it's, for me, the, the note from that for myself is be intentional uh, and definitely tomorrow morning, rather than just pumping the Tomorrowland vibes, I'm going to stick on... Uh, either some wildlings or I found on Mind Valley Quest there's actually a, another channel um, to do with um, little ones, yep. little, little humans. Little ones, yep, little humans. Um, yeah, so with some of the other conversations. So I think I'll, I'll drop back into that, which will help me um, be in a better space and be a little bit more patient when they want to kill each other. <laughs> nice. Now I think the there's one last thing that I, you just touched on that's probably really important in the downtime. Nature. Get outside. Yeah, ground. Yep. Get outside. Yeah. That's um, – Yes, get into your body. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's um, that's one really, really, really big one is get outside. You know, make sure that you get some time outside in nature. Enjoy it. And have the, uh, I'm just gonna pop, I'm gonna pop the comment up on screen of what I had before someone put up before. <laughs> Is that showing? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I'm 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 not I'm sorry guys, I've been a bit crap. I feel, I had the screen set up but I didn't have the chat flowing. Uh, so I only just realized that I didn't have because backstage is messaging me going, Can you see the chat? And I'm like, Oh whoops. Yes, yes. So kind of. Thanks for on the tip message. <laughs> I will get better at this. I am getting, I feel like each time we do this, Carl, I'm getting We are definitely getting better at this. We're, um, I'm definitely, the beer is definitely okay. I'm doing all right with that one. Awesome. Well, I think on that note. Have an awesome weekend. It's time to get brain dump it out. Set the intentions for the weekend and get connected. I'd love to see in comments, like, what is the one thing you're going to do this weekend that's going to help you refill your cup, recharge the batteries and refill your soul? Absolutely. Ready for an awesome week next week. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Another awesome week. Enjoy, everyone. Hey there, barrel chasing business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. 
what would be amazing and allow us to reach as many business owners just like you would be if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you feel like you got any entertainment or any value added today, if you could pop on over, that would mean the world to us. See you on the next show.